welcome to episode 3 of the Men Insights Podcast. Before I get started, I just wanted to quickly say there is a damn cricket in here in this room while I'm recording and my lazy little cats have not taken care of it for the last few days. And speaking of my cats, here is Boogie. Boogie, I'm trying to record out of the way. Ugh. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, there's a damn cricket in this room that's been chirping its ass off for the last three nights, having a hard time sleeping, and I'm a little annoyed that my two cats have not taken care of it for me. So if you hear any chirping while I'm recording this, that's exactly what you're hearing. Uh, thank you again for tuning in this week. Uh, if you haven't checked out my previous two episodes, you can... Just go ahead and check on the channel, whether it's YouTube or CastBox, if you're listening on there. And uh, you can also check out my video that I uploaded onto the YouTube channel on Tuesday regarding the breaking announcement of Ruby Rose being cast for the CW's Batwoman. You can hear my thoughts on there. It's a pretty quick video. And I think I'm going to probably do more videos like that in the future when little breaking news stories like that come out. And in between, you know, the full podcast episode. Alright, now, moving on to today's topic. DC Comics versus Marvel Comics. Now, I'm going to do a brief rundown of, you know, a few facts with, of the two brands. And then afterwards, I'm going to give my personal opinion on Marvel and DC. You know, regarding the comics, TV shows, and movies. Maybe mostly the movies. Uh, because the movies is where fans are mostly divided. Comics, you know, pretty neutral from at least the ones that people I've interacted with. But for the movies, yeah, it's definitely a divided group. So that's where a lot of my opinion is going to come from. But like I said, I'm going to give a little, you know, few facts of Marvel and DC. And you know, look at my little notebook of my notes that I have here. Just go over some of the information that I have here. See, now DC Comics was founded first uh, in 1934 under the name of National Allied Publications. And Marvel Comics was founded in 1939 under Timely Comics. And, excuse me, again, my cat is interrupting me once again. <sighs> <sighs> Sorry about that again. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, DC Comics was founded under National Allied Publications, and Marvel Comics founded under Timely Comics. Um, just five years apart from the founding of those two groups. Uh, but, you know, they went through other names and iterations until they became the Marvel Comics and DC Comics that we know them and love them as today. <clears throat> Let's see what other notes that I have on here. And I did take a lot of notes. Not as many notes, however, as the episode that I have coming up in two weeks. My episode 5, which is about upcoming video game releases between now, next year, and a few titles that have no confirmed uh, release dates yet. But, yeah, that's in two weeks. This week, again, it's Marvel and DC. Back to where I have notes. See. Alright, we have some of the, some of the notable contributors to Marvel and DC. So for DC Comics we have the artists and writers 
such as Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, who of course are the creators of Superman. And then we have Bob Kane and Bill Finger, co-creators of Batman. And by the way, speaking of Bill Finger, I highly recommend the documentary called Batman and Bill. It's a very, very insightful documentary about Bill Finger and his uh, association with Bob Kane in the creation of Batman and how for several several years he was not giving the proper credit for the character that he deserved. It's a great documentary and I highly recommend any not just comic book fans just fans of film in general and fans of documentaries in general to check that one out. Right, and other contributors to DC Comics that we have include Alan Moore, who is best known for Watchmen and The Killing Joke. And we also have cre the creator of Wonder Woman, William Moulton Marston. I hope I said that correctly. I probably didn't. And then, of course, we have Jeff Johns, who you know has written a lot of the most famous comics for DC over the last you know decade or so specifically for the new 52 and a decent chunk of the dc rebirth over the last few years and of course we have james lee who is probably one of the most probably the most famous comic book artists alive currently well with the exception of a few like such as frank miller and todd mcfarlane who both of those men they have contributed to marvel and dc comics uh you know frank miller of course contributed the Batman Year One and Dark Knight Returns and of course uh, for Marvel he did the very popular Daredevil Born Again which is actually one of my favorite you know Daredevil series if you guys haven't checked that out I highly recommend that and Todd McFarlane of course most people know him for Spawn but he is also known for Batman Year Two that's right there's a Batman Year Two and his run with The Amazing Spider-Man and his run with The Amazing Spider-Man, to me, was some of the best Spider-Man comics you'll ever see. And speaking of Marvel, we have the most notable writers and artists for Marvel comics, including Jack Kirby and Joe Simon, who were the creators of Captain America. Now, Jack Kirby, you know, basically one of the godfathers of comic books, and Steve Ditko, who recently passed away, rest in peace, Steve Ditko, was the creator of Spider-Man, who Spider-Man is my second all-time favorite comic book hero. Number one being S Superman. You know, anyone who knows me outside of this podcast would already know that. Then, of course, we have Stan Lee, who is credited as the creator for most of the Marvel Comics heroes. You know, most notably Fantastic Four, uh, X-Men, and the Hulk, who he did co-create with Jack Kirby. And of course we have Kevin Feige, who is the head of Marvel Studios. So, you know, those are basically the people we got running the ship over here. Now, what else do we got going on with Marvel and, and DC? Let me see with my notes. Uh, yeah, and I'm sorry I keep referring back to my notes, but hey, you know, I was advised to try using a script or some notes when I was getting reviewed for my first episode. So that's what I'm going to be doing here. If that is a little annoying. Eh, oh well. Alright, I also have some of the notable comic book characters that DC and Marvel have copied from each other over the years because, you know, if you want to become the best, you learn from the best, right? 
So, those are some of the more notable ones, the most obvious, but this one is, you know, with an in was very much intentional. Deadpool being the ri a ripoff of the character Deathstroke. Um, this one, it's, of course, it's a blatant ripoff and is acknowledged as such in the Deadpool series. And, you know, most DC fans forgive this one because, you know, it's Deadpool and everybody loves Deadpool. Uh, we also have Green Arrow and Hawkeye. Now, uh, to me, both are equally popular. You know, Green Arrow, of course, he has the CW show Arrow, and that's pretty damn popular, even though a lot of people didn't like season four. And of course, we have Hawkeye, who, you know, much like a lot of characters in the MCU, no one really gave a crap about him until the Avengers films. And of course, we also we have some other notable you know, co copycat characters, N you know, N Nam Namor, the Submariner, and Aquaman. Now, most people, if they don't realize that Aquaman actually came after Namor. Um, of course, if they do a Submariner film, most people are going to think, oh, it's copying Aquaman. Nope, Aquaman came second. And we also have the Nova Corp from Marvel and Green Lantern Corp from, from DC, excuse me. Um, don't really know too much about the Nova Corp, you know, but, you know, I'm more familiar with the Green Lantern, and even though the Green Lantern film starring Ryan Reynolds was, <sighs> I'm still a more Green Lantern fan than Nova Corp, but then again, like I said, I don't really know too much about the Nova Corp, so, you know, you can excuse me on that one. And then we also have Quicksilver and Flash. The Flash, which, you know, doing my research, didn't realize he debuted in 1940, you know, which, again, I didn't realize this, but doing my research for this, you know, didn't realize that The Flash had been around that, that long. And Quicksilver debuted in the 1960s, and of course, you know, the most obvious similarity between them being they're both very fast. And then we have Moon Knight and Batman. Now, basically, you know, if you're not familiar with Moon Knight, which... A lot of Marvel fans that I've interacted with don't know much about Moon Knight. Just basically, Moon Knight is Batman dressed in white, not as rich. That's pretty much it. And then, of course, we have Superman, who has been ripped off and copied in a variety of ways by Marvel. And the most, the most notable ones being uh, Hyperion and The Sentry. But, you know... Again, you want to be the best, copy from the best. <sighs> Sorry about that little bit of noise right then. It was me turning the page in my notebook. Um, last bit of notes that I have on here is just bringing up how DC Comics was the first to do the to do film and TV shows for their superheroes, dating all the way back to the 40s and 50s with the old movie serials that they would do before, you know, at the drive-ins and the cinemas and all that stuff. You know, that they, they did those for Batman and for Superman. And then, of course, we remember the George Reeves Superman TV show of the 1950s, the Adam West Batman series in the 1960s, and the Linda Carter Wonder Woman of the 70s. Now, that is where my notes end. And now time for me to say what I really think of DC Comics and Marvel Comics. <laughs> First, I want to say that I am a fan of 
DC Comics and Marvel Comics have been my entire life. Like I said, Spider-Man is my favorite Marvel Comics superhero, my second favorite comic book hero of all time. Number one favorite being Superman from DC Comics. But, you know, I don't just limit it to those two. I'm also a fan of Deadpool, Guardians of the Galaxy, X-Men, uh, <clears throat> Fantastic Four, Green Lantern Corps, uh, Lobo, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Submariner, Silver Surfer, Human Torch, I, well, you know, I already said Fantastic Four, Human Torch is part of that, Daredevil, Punisher, Flash, all that stuff. Love all of them. They're all great characters, you know, they're all great in their own ways, they all bring something different and unique, and that is why we love them, because they are, for the most part, they are different and they make us feel something. Most of us, at least, they make, these characters make us feel something. When we read them, when we watch them on TV, when we watch them in movies, when we play as them in video games, you know, when we dress up as them for Halloween or for Comic-Cons. You know, they make us feel a certain way, and oft it often feels great, and we love it. Now, <sighs> regarding the movies specifically, and more specifically, the current Marvel Cinematic Universe, or MCU, and the slate of DC Extended Universe or DCEU. It's DCEU, as far as I know, not World of DC like a lot of people keep thinking it was after Comic Con. <sighs> I love the MCU films, most of them at least. You know, I've seen all of them, I've enjoyed watching all of them, well, genuinely enjoyed watching all of them. <laughs> and they're all great in their own ways. And. I love the DC Universe films as well. You know, I love Man of Steel. I love the Batman vs. Superman theatrical and ultimate cut. I even enjoyed Suicide Squad. And I loved Wonder Woman and I I'm I and believe it or not, I enjoyed Justice League. It was not the film I was promised, but I still enjoy watching it. Just like I still enjoy the Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, even though most people hate those movies. I can understand why, but I still enjoy them. And honestly, I give Joel Schumacher a pass because he directed The Lost Boys, Flatliners, you know. Come on. Those are some pretty damn good movies, so give him a slide. <sighs> now... Regarding the movie specifically, my biggest complaint is not so much the movies themselves, it's the way fans are with those movies. It's kind of like, I compare it to how I feel about, you know, teams like, like, like baseball teams, like the New York Yankees. Like, I grew up in New York City, and I was raised as a New York Mets fan, and I'm still a New York Mets fan to this day, living in North Carolina. And I will always be a New York Mets fan till my last breath. And when I tell people this, they always think it's the weirdest thing. Like, it's like, really? You're from New York, but you cheer for the Mets? Why don't you like the Yankees? Well, the truth is, the Yankees, yes, they are a great team. They have proven to be one of the best teams in baseball. The reason I don't like the Yankees 
is because so many of the fans that I have met and interacted with put them on such a high pedestal like they are God's gift to baseball. And that's that shit turns me off so much that it makes me hate the Yankees. Even when they're performing better than any other team, I still can't stand them because the fans make me hate them. And I hate that they do that. <laughs> because I want to like the Yankees, but the fans make me hate them. And it shouldn't be that way. Which is the same way as I feel with Marvel Comics, and I wish my cats would, would just stay either stay in the room or stay outside of the room and stop opening the door. Like I said, I love the Marvel movies. I've seen almost all of the Marvel movies that have come out since the Bryan Singer X-Men movie from uh, from 2000 up to now with Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I've enjoyed almost all of them. Did not enjoy the 2015 Fantastic Four, and I've talked about that with a lot of my friends. They know why. They feel the same way, and just the less said about that movie, the better. Just, it's this... I understand that, you know, the movies are fun. People, they go to the movies to have fun. But, you know, I just hate this idea that every superhero movie these days has to be done like the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies are made. And the other reason I have a problem with that is because Kevin, I think even Kevin Feige himself said that they, they, they model the formula. Yes, it, there is a basic formula for these movies that they model the formula after the Richard Donner, Christopher Reeve Superman film from the 1970s. Now, I love Christopher Reeve and I love Richard Donner. Though I grew up watching those Superman movies. I mean, they came out about a decade before me, but I grew up watching, loving those movies because my father introduced me to those films and those characters and they're they are good movies but sometimes you gotta let go of the nostalgia i understand that nostalgia can be nice but you gotta let go not you you can't you even richard donner has admitted that he wanted hit to do his superman movie a little darker and a little more serious but warner brothers just would not they wouldn't let him go that route. They wanted more humor. They wanted it to be fun and family friendly. And well, that's what they wanted with last year's Justice League and look how that worked out. But this idea that that, that everything has to be happy and have a happy ending, like I understand why, but at the same time that gets old and boring and tiring and I've met a lot more people who don't like that then I've met people who love it as hard as that might be to believe because you know the Marvel movies have made millions and billions of dollars I mean Avengers Infinity War you know reached two reached over two billion dollars this year making it one of the top 10 highest grossing films of all time I'm proud that I contributed to that by the way you know twice but the basic formula of you know just good guy meets bad guy. Bad guy gets mad because good guy did something to screw him over. Bad, good guy, you know, doubts himself. Then good guy triumphs in the end and everything's all happy hunky-dory and we all go home and eat shawarma and whatever the fuck.
it works for Marvel, it does not always work for DC. You know, and that's okay. What works for one doesn't always work for the other, and it's okay for it to be that way. You know, why does everything have to be the same? Why can't it be its own identity? I mean, if everything was the same, everything would be so boring. That's why, honestly, of the 20 Marvel Cinematic Universe films that I've watched, I've, I can say that I've only genuinely enjoyed maybe 10 of them. Not even 10, like maybe 7 of them. And ones that I've watched more than once, maybe 5. You know? But then with DC movies, I've seen all of them, enjoyed all of them, seen them all multiple times. Even the Green Lantern movie I've seen three times. And most people think that's a, that's a shit movie too. But I've seen it more than once and I'm okay with that. You know? And by the way, while we're on the subject of, you know, DC, people wanting DC to be like the Marvel movies, can we please shut the fuck up with the Aquaman movie saying that, that it's, they're copying Black Panther? Because it's not. It's just kind of similar. Can you just shut the fuck up about that? The movie's not even out yet, and people are complaining. But then at the same time, you know, I feel like the general movie audience, they're programmed to think that Marvel is better. You know, because Marvel, the Marvel Studios movies are, they come from, they come from Disney. Because Disney owns Marvel. And the Marvel Studios films are under are under the Disney formula that everything has to have a happy ending except for Infinity War which I'm glad they took a risk with that one because you know it paid off but just and then the, the and speaking of that that critic that said Ant-Man and the Wasp was the fresh breath of fresh air that we needed after Infinity War Infinity War was the breath of fresh air that we needed because we had too many damn happy endings in all in the previous Marvel movies that Infinity War finally having an, a holy shit we fucked up ending was great and it was perfect. You know, I hate when everything is happy. I like when it's when everything goes to shit. Honestly, with my movies most of the time, you know, like even the Dark Knight. Like yeah, technically Batman won, but also the Joker won in the Dark Knight, and it's not really the happy ending people might think it is. It was actually a fucked up ending because Joker won, and chaos reigned supreme in Gotham, as we saw, through, you know, in the second and third acts of Dark Knight Rises. You know, chaos ran, ran rampant all over Gotham City, and I loved it. <laughs> but then again, I'm I've always preferred DC over Marvel, but you know, like I said, I love DC and Marvel. Anyways. Like I said, I feel like the general movie-going audience has been pr meant programmed in their heads that the MCU formula is how it, all, it should all be done for for all superhero movies, no matter who they are. And like I said, I hate that because then these movies lose their identity and they all look the same. And speaking of that, speaking of Aquaman as well, you know seeing that James Wan confirmed that there there won't be any Justice League cameos in the Aquaman movie and I love that because he wanted it to be its own identity. I want it to be its own identity and I don't want it to be filled with a bunch of shoehorned cameos like a lot of the Marvel Cinematic Universe films are and then you just kind of forget that it's a solo film because then it's like, "Oh, well if he's there, then why isn't this guy there?" 
you know, like in Spider-Man Homecoming, like, oh, Iron Man's there. How come War Machine's not there? How come Vision's not there? You know, like that. <sighs> I understand, you know, people like that stuff because, you know, the all these movies, they, they're supposed to be in the same world and they're supposed to connect and all that. But what's wrong with it having its own identity? What's wrong with it being its own thing? And also, what is wrong with the DC movies being a little darker than the Marvel movies? I mean, I didn't see people, I didn't see a lot of, that many people complaining when with the Dark Knight trilogy being dark. I didn't see them complaining about Tim Burton's Batman and Batman Returns, you know, being too dark. Although the PTA moms did complain about Batman Returns because, you know, it was a pretty fucked up movie, and they were selling those toys at Burger King. Mm. Whatever. Whiny crybaby bitches. Sorry. Again, what's wrong with it being dark and serious? Not everything has to be a joke. You know, you want you, you saw you saw what happened with Justice League when they tried to insert that Marvel humor in there by Joss Whedon. It fell flat. The movie bombed. They barely broke even. If they even did, I don't think they did. You know, I mean, I'll still watch it because it's DC and I love DC. But come on, why? Why does it have to? Why does everything have to be happy and you know? Oh, oh, jeez, Willigers, blah, blah blah blah. You know. Now, now that's with the movies. You know, and like I said, like I've, I love Marvel and I love DC. Now, like with Marvel, the like, I love the X-Men movies, most of them, from 20th Century Fox, and I loved the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy from Sony. Um, and I even liked the Amazing Spider-Man, you know, series that it was almost gonna be, you know, uh, its own universe before, you know, Amazing Spider-Man 2 didn't do so well, and then they had that Sony hacking where all that stuff went down, and, you know, I guess the plus side is we got Spider-Man in the MCU. Which, great, but at the same time, it's, I don't know, that's just my opinion. <sighs> now, with the comic books themselves, that's debatable. You know, saying which one is better than the other, you know, because there's people who love the Marvel comics, comic books more than DC comics comic books. And then there's people who love the DC comic books more than the Marvel comic books. Sorry about that, I was uh, taking some medicine just now. Um, you know, recording this at around midnight. So, you know, trying to just get that out of the way. Mm, you know. Now, again, you know, comic books, it's, you know, again, it's subjective because, you know, art is subjective. You know, and comic books are a form of art, just like the movies are a form of art. Art is subjective. The books, the comic books, the movies, the TV shows, the video games, it's all forms of art. Art is subjective. So there's really no right or wrong way. The thing, but you know, there's really no wrong way to do it, no right way to do it. But just my opinion is that when everything is the same, then everything loses its identity. 
you know, I know I've said that like shitload of times already, but it's just, you know, what's wrong with being unique in the year and, and different? You know, like that's that's what that's what worked with movies like Deadpool and Logan. You know, the directors they took a risk with those movies, and they they paid off big time, especially Deadpool and Logan because Logan was phenomenal, and I I wish Hugh Jackman would have gotten a Best Actor nomination for that. And then Deadpool basically you know breathed new life into Ryan Reynolds' career, and you know Deadpool and Deadpool Two were both freaking awesome movies and I love them and I can't wait to see the eventual X-Force movie although with Disney owning 20th 21st Century Fox I don't know how that's gonna work out but anyway and and then the TV shows I mean I haven't really paid much attention to the Arrowverse on this CW you know I did you know watch the first two seasons of Supergirl but kind of fell out of touch with it because of other shows that come on around that time that I like watching and never really cared too much about Agents of the Shield and Inhumans was but again art is objective movies comics TV video games they're all art You know, so you can't really tell someone they're wrong for liking something just because you don't like it. Like when pe people telling me that I'm wrong for liking Batman vs Superman or Man of Steel or anything from Zack Snyder, you know, that's stupid. Telling me that I'm wrong for liking that, I can easily say that you're wrong for, uh, I don't know, loving the Twilight movies, you know, if that's what you're into, or Fifty Shades of Grey, or you know what or or literally every every Nicholas Sparks book that becomes a movie you know if you're that's what you're into good for you go ahead and enjoy that you know I'm into Zack Snyder movies I love his movies I've you know I love Dawn of the Dead I love 300 I love the the legends the legends of the guardians owl movie I loved sucker punch I love the watchman I love man of steel I loved Batman vs Superman you know just because you didn't like those movies doesn't mean that I'm wrong for liking them. So, <clears throat> and by the way, regarding the whole, you know, talking about Marvel comic books and DC comic books, like I said, their you know quality of them is subje uh, sub subjective. But DC Comics is doing a lot better in sales than Marvel's doing. You know, just saying. You know, like it's just this whole Marvel versus DC thing. I just. I've always thought it was. I've always thought this is just so stupid. I mean, because a lot of these, a lot of fans on both sides, DC, DC fanboys or fangirls, and Marvel fanboys and fangirls, they all act like you have to. You have to choose a side. You can't like one and the other. You have to choose one over the other. And I just, I don't, I just don't get that mentality. I mean, what? Why can't we like both? Like, why can't? Why is it wrong for me to like both? Why is it okay? To like one and not the other, but why? Is, but why is it wrong for me to like both? Like, again, I love Marvel. I love DC. I might prefer DC over Marvel a little bit more, but I still love both brands almost the same. Again, I prefer DC more, but there's nothing wrong with being a fan of both brands. 
I'm going to go ahead and actually take a quote from James Gunn. Yes, that James Gunn. From a tweet that he put out last year, or just a statement that he put out last year. And, and I quote, Every time I mention anything DC, no matter what, my feed becomes an endless screaming match about BVS, Batman vs Superman. You guys are never going to convince each other. It's just a bunch of wasted energy. Uh, I'm gonna skip this part because I said I wouldn't bring politics. Uh, anyways, but it's a two-year movie that some people like and some people don't. Why is someone else's opinion so important to you? As Marvel and DC superfans, you have way more in common with each other than you do with the rest of the world. So why do you spend so much time raging at each other? It's silly. Please just stop it. Stop engaging in that way. At the very least, when you do, untag me. I've muted a lot of you guys, but not all. Thanks. Essentially, all he's saying is, why can't we all just get along? Which I agree, again, what is, why can't we just get along? We. We are basically the same, you know, I mean, like 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, you know, comic book fans like us didn't get a fair shot like, like we do now, you know, we didn't get, we didn't, we weren't on equal footing as, you know, a lot of people are now. We weren't seen in the same light as, you know, sports fans, you know, or, cer or certain groups of music fans, you know, we were seen as outsiders, outcasts, we were losers and all that other stuff. You know, whatever other verbs or adjectives or whatever phrases you want to throw out there that was negative about us liking comic books. You know, now, now we are out in the open and we are proud and we are celebrated. You know, Comic-Con is now, you know, these are now events that people ha are happy to attend. You know, San Diego Comic-Con and New York Comic-Con specifically, those two, are the biggest conventions in, in the world when it comes to these movies and comic books and other products related to those comics and stuff. You know, we are living in an age now where we are no longer the minority, we are the majority. And we should be proud of that and we should celebrate it and we should be united, not divided. You know, stop fighting, you know, because basically what, it, what it's really coming down to, it's, you know, you know, sorry to put it in these terms, but it's it's basically like measuring like measuring dicks at this point. It's like, hey, my DC dick is better than your Marvel dick. Oh, my Marvel dick's better than bigger than your DC dick. Who gives a shit? They're all com we're all comic book fans. We're all superhero fans. We love this shit. Let's love this shit together, okay? And that's all I'm gonna say for today. I've worn myself out enough, and I'm sure I've bored you guys enough for this over the last 30 40 minutes i'm not sure how long this has been going um i hope you enjoyed what i had to say hope i didn't say anything stupid you know i probably did who knows i mean it's me but you know i hope you enjoyed what i had to say and you know wrestling fans make sure you turn in next week you know because i will finally have a wrestling episode for you guys it will be my Prediction, match predictions for the 2018 SummerSlam event available on the WWE Network for $9.99 and I'm hoping I can do more wrestling videos in the future you know if you guys have, have any ideas you know or suggestions regarding wrestling or just any ideas for future shows just please send me a message if you're watching this on YouTube leave a message below if you're 
on CastBox. Send me a message on there if you can. Or any other social media platform, send me a message, write a comment, anything. Just, you know, if you have an idea, you can tweet me, you can send me a message on, on Instagram, you can write me on Facebook, all the links will be below in the description. And, you know, don't be afraid to, to give me an idea if you have one. Uh, that's all for me this week. And I'll, you know, be uploading more videos in between podcasts, videos, and uh, such as like the Wonder Woman, uh, not Wonder Woman, the Batwoman video that I uploaded on Tuesday, and the uh, James Gunn, you know, being courted by Warner Brothers and other studios video that I uploaded for Thursday. You know, I'll be doing more, you know, little videos like that in between podcasts on the YouTube channel as the stories come along and I hope you guys will check those out as well and please do check out my other episodes of the Men and Tides podcast episode one and two here on YouTube or our cast box now if you like them give give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down on YouTube or you know make sure you like subscribe all that good shit share it with your friends you know and well I'll see you next time. Bye.